This episode of the Astro Powder Podcast is brought to you by Gama. Gama's Optiflex Pro Manual Gun uses Power Boost technology, which gives you the industry's highest charging power at 110,000 volts and 110 microamps, allowing for faster and more efficient powder coating. We're handing you more power, more quality, and more control. For a demonstration, call 877 437 6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with Gama. Sure. Hey, all you powder coating fans. Welcome to episode 20 of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. That's XX in Roman numerals and Dos Equis in beer language. <laughs> Thanks for taking time to join us. I'm your host, Joe Powder, a.k.a. Kevin Biller. And with me is my esteemed colleague, sidekick, the charming and erudite Nathan. He's Powder Coating Research Group's formulator, dude. What's up, everybody? We're broadcasting from the Powder Coating Research Group studios in Columbus, Ohio. And so you know, the purpose of the Ask Joe Powder podcast is to bring news and technical know-how to the global powder coating community. Let's get it rolling. But before we do, shout out. I'd like to give a hearty shout out. This one's to Christine Malthaus and the gang at PPCJ, which is Polymer's Paint Color Journal. Chris is the senior editor of the magazine. Um, and as a matter of fact, she's also the senior editor at their sister publication, uh, Asia Pacific Coatings Journal. The internationally respected PPCJ has been providing news, in-depth features, and insight into the latest coatings developments since, believe it or not, 1879. Wow. That boggles my mind. Uh, that makes it the longest-serving journal in the coatings industry. Not surprising. And uh, PPCJ serves both the European and Middle East um, markets with up-to-the-minute coatings news and technology. It's it's a great publication, and both PPCJ and APCJ, Asian Pacific Coatings Journal, are part of the DMG Events Group, which is based out of Dubai. These are the guys that uh, they run the coatings group and put on all the coating shows outside of Europe and the Americas. Um, well, and, and outside of China code as well. But these would be the Middle East coding show, the North African coding show, Southeast Asia coding show, uh, notably the Asia Pacific coding show, which these things are usually held in places like Bangkok or Jakarta or Ho Chi Minh City. Um, I've attended uh, one of theirs in Nairobi, the East African uh, Codings Conference. Um Chris and her team do a great job supporting the development of the coatings industry, especially 
in emerging markets throughout the world. So hats off to Chris and her team. You guys are doing a great job. We wish you the best in 2021. Okay, and now some news in our Guess What segment. Guess what? Okay, from IPCM Magazine, PPG has recently announced the acquisition of Vervog, a uh, family-owned company headquartered in Stuttgart, Germany. They just celebrated their centennial in 2018, and their 2020 sales were around 220 million euros. They employ 1,100 people, and they're... uh, you know, full-service industrial coatings, they supply liquid powder film coatings. Uh, they have locations all around the world, and they're a pioneer in the industry. They actually got into powder coatings back in 1969, so a bit of a early adopter there. So this will bring PPG a pretty significant amount of geographic reach and also some unique technology for automotive furniture and ace which is agricultural construction and earth moving equipment and speaking of ppg our next items from reuters um axo nobel has put a bid in on finland's tikarilla paint company um actually just a couple weeks ago ppg had put in an offer uh looks like 1.2 1.2 billion euros was their offer. Uh, AXO just came in and offered 1.4 billion euros. So these two massive industry giants are kind of, you know, locking horns, so to speak, going back and forth on trying to acquire Tikarilla. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. Uh, looks like Tikarilla is the... Um the bell of the ball on this one, Nate. Um, I know that they're a very highly esteemed coatings manufacturer and, you know, lead uh, certainly the market in Finland. And, and, and you know, they, they have a pretty strong presence across uh, all of Scandinavia. Pretty, pretty interesting little development there. Yeah, it is pretty interesting seeing the two go back and forth, especially you consider just 2017, uh, PPG actually attempted to buy AXO for $26.5 billion, So Yeah, no love dollars. loss there. But, uh, yeah, I guess now they're both just trying to see who can buy more other companies. And the shareholders are enjoying it, I'm sure. Okay, the next item is from, speaking of, PPCJ. Uh, this one is Asian Paints uh, reported their consolidated revenue from the previous quarter, uh, which is their third quarter, ending uh, December 31st, uh, 2020. Their uh, consolidated revenue from operations um, increased by over 25% versus the, the previous year. So very, very interesting. Um, you know, this is a sign that you know, the coatings industry is rebounding. You know, it maybe makes sense to be involved with materials and, and uh, you know, goods rather than services sometimes when something crazy like the pandemic occurs. Um, but, you know, their their revenues have increased. And, and really, if you look at their profit after tax for the, the quarter, 
it's increased by over 60%. So pretty interesting stuff. They say that demand conditions continue to exert, to exhibit a strong recovery across uh, all their business segments uh, and spread acro- across most regions. So very interesting. Good for you, Asian Paints. Uh, they're, they're headquartered out of India, as, as most of you probably know. Um, I got one more news item, and this is from an indus- industry insider. Polyester resin prices are going up. And some people think these happen just because, you know, somebody says, hey, we need to make some more money on resins. But um, the the backstory to this is um, a couple of different monomer plants, they, they both produced neopentylglycol, or uh, we, we commonly know as NPG, um, have had production issues. Um, uh, the LG plant in South Korea had a fire, and uh, we've heard that, Eastman uh, Chemical has shuttered their uh, Singapore-based NPG plant. So certainly the supply of NPG, which is a key raw material in polyester. Yeah, it's in almost all polyester resins, which, you know, polyester is one of the most common, um, you know, platforms for a powder coating. So that's going to have a really big impact on the whole industry i would imagine yeah that's that's going to um echo through to uh you know through the supply chain obviously um you know powder coating users will probably see you know at least temporary increases in in prices so now it's time for the q a portion of our podcast do you have a question ask joe powder well you can ask him ask joe powder he has the answer that'll advance your powder coating it's the ask joe powder podcast all right. Uh, the first question comes from Lloyd Fields in Texas. He says, Dear Joe, we're currently using a midnight black wrinkle powder coating supplied by a major powder producer. Can a second touch-up coat be applied after the first coat has cured? The first coat is being applied over cleaned, hot-rolled, pickled, and oiled steel. The second touch-up coat doesn't adhere to the first coat and flakes off easily. Any comments or suggestions? Hey, Lloyd. Um, I'll tell you what. Recoding wrinkle finishes is always a headache. Um, This one in particular, you mentioned that it's midnight black. Um, This product is actually an epoxy-based wrinkle. Uh, When we talk about wrinkle finishes and powder coatings, you've got epoxy-based, you have polyester ones. Well, the epoxy-based ones, they cure hard and are less receptive to recoding. Um, what you can do on the short term, your best option is to scuff sand the entire surface to be recoded. And I, I would say, you know, every everything. Don't try to spot repair it, but scuff sand it, blow it off, solvent wipe it with um, something like acetone or, or maybe MEK and let it dry. This might provide the adhesion you need. Uh, another option would be uh, kind of a longer term based one, and this would be using a polyester based wrinkle finish if you can. Uh, these aren't as hard as the epoxies, uh, which will definitely make recoding somewhat easier. Still going to have to scuff sand and clean, wipe them down. So that's something you'll 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 have to do regardless. The other thing is with polyester wrinkles, they they're more sensitive to 
uh, defects or uh, residue that's left on the substrate. So you got to be really careful with your cleaning and pretreatment. Make sure it's uh, optimized or optimal. So keep that in mind. So kind of summarize, um, short-term scuff sand, do a little solvent wiping and, and respray. You may want to preheat your part to get good powder deposition. So otherwise, you know, if that doesn't work, you, you may be faced with either scrapping the parts, depending on the economics involved, or, or stripping the parts, which I hope you don't have to go that route. So good luck with sorting this out. Um, when you get a chance, let me know how things progress. Best regards, Joe. All right, let's take a minute to hear a word from our sponsors. GEMA Powder Coating Systems offer you greater efficiencies while producing high-quality results. We provide the very best in powder delivery, application technology, and connectivity for smarter factory automation. With GEMA, you get maximum performance and repeatability whether you are on the shop floor or away from it. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with GAMA. The Powder Coating Research Group is a proud sponsor of the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. PCR is the only independent laboratory dedicated to powder coating technology. We do everything from raw material evaluation, formulating the next generation of coatings, new product development, testing, troubleshooting, training, and consulting. To find out more, visit our website at powdercoatingresearch.com or you can email Kevin Biller at kevinbiller at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening to the Ask Joe Powder Podcast. Okay, now let's go with our next question. All right, our second question comes from Ali Baluli in Iran. He says, Dear Joe, is there any method, equation, or software program to calculate powder density? Thank you in advance. Dear Ali, yeah, that's a good question. And, you know, this, this kind of goes across powder formulators, powder users. You know, it's always good to know what the density or the specific gravity of your material is. Um, you should be able to get that information from your powder coating supplier. But if you want to double check yourself, there's a couple methods I can recommend. Both are covered in detail in the ASTM D5965, which is called the Standard Test Methods for Specific Gravity of Coating Powders. First one uses a volume displacement uh, method where the powder is suspended into a fluid. In, in this case, you can use either kerosene or hexane. And with either one of those products, you know their density. The weight of the powder is measured before you introduce it into the fluid. So you can kind of look at the displacement of the material with the known weight and looking at the difference in volume you can calculate the powder-specific gravity. So basically, after mixing 
the powder into your kerosene or hexane, you take the weight of the powder in grams and divide it over the final volume of your fluid mixture minus the original volume. And uh, I should mention, you want to do that in a graduated cylinder. So this goes back to your high school chemistry class. You get to use some, some glassware. Okay. A much more accurate method is based on the ideal gas law and utilizes a gas pinknometer instrument, which measures volume of a known weight of powder by gas displacement. These are relatively expensive instruments and are available from a number of commercial instrument suppliers. I mean, you, if you do a, a search on the Internet, you're going to be able to find uh, some manufacturers. Um, each instrument is slightly different. Some measure volume. Others can measure volume and density and, and give you the result. You would have to consult the specific procedure provided by the instrument manufacturer to successfully measure the specific gravity of the powder that you have in mind. I think first thing you can do is uh, I would recommend using the sim simpler fluid method. It costs you hardly anything to get the test equipment. The other thing I would really, really highly recommend is to run a control sample of a material that you absolutely know the specific gravity. Hmm. Yeah, that could be a, a pure material like a filler, or it could be a powder coating that you formulated yourself. But uh, that may give you a correlation factor if there's a little bit of you know imprecision in the technique. So hope this helps. Best regard, Joe. Okay, before we wrap up, let's fill you in on some upcoming events. Hey, friends, where are we going? To an upcoming event. Okay, uh, as we mentioned before, the Powder Coating Week is moved to April. That's the Powder Coating Institute's series of events that happens in Orlando. The European Coating Show has been rescheduled for the 14th through 16th of September. The American Coating Show will be moved from April to June of 2021. And Abrafati, the Brazilian International Coding Show, is the 28th through 30th of September, 2021. Uh, Paint and Coatings in Barcelona, Spain. That one's still for uh, the 1st and 2nd of June, 2021. The Eastern Coding Show, the Atlantic City, New Jersey show. That one's the 9th through 11th of June, 2021. And... Where can they find the print version of the Astro Powder? You know, I'm going to add. I'm going to add another one, uh, Nate, to our list of events. Yeah, you know, we were talking about September with the Brazilian Abrafati. You know, very important uh, uh, coding show. But um, September 23rd and 24th, you the the Powder Coating Summit, which is world renowned. Um, event that uh, covers powder technology and, and there's also some training associated with it. But the 23rd and 24th of September, Powder Coating Summit in Columbus, Ohio. Think about joining that one. You get, you'll get you get to meet uh, the podcast friends here <laughs> as well. But okay, as, as far as catching the Astro Powder column, the Q&A in print, yes, we do still adhere to print. 
it can be found in each issue of Powder Coated Tough Magazine. That's the flagship magazine of the Powder Coating Institute in the uh, in North America. Uh, you can also find it in PPCJ. Shout out again to Chris Malthouse, uh, Polymer Paint Color Journal, and PCI Magazine. That's Paint and Coatings Industry Magazine. You can find Astro Powder under their Finishing Flash tab. Uh, their uh, URL is www.pcimag.com. And you can find us online at askjoepowder.com. And you can subscribe on any of the software platforms that you prefer to listen to podcasts on. You can check out our YouTube channel, our Twitter, a.k.a. Joe Powder. And if you'd like to send in a question for Joe to take a crack at, the email address is askjoepowder at yahoo.com. Or you can call and leave a message, country code 1478 to ask Joe. That's one four seven eight two two seven five five six three. This has been a production of the Powder Coating Research Group. Our music editing, sound design, and all the sort of stuff is done by Nick Page. Live long and prosper. <laughs> and keep your powder dry, my friends. Thank you for listening to the Astro Powder Podcast. This episode was brought to you by Gama. Whether you're the shop manager, system engineer, or powder coder, once you decide to make Gama an integral part of your shop, you'll understand how simple it is to be so productive. For a demonstration, call 877-437-6771. Once again, that's 877-437-6771. And be sure to mention, Ask Joe sent me. When you want to know that everything is covered, complete it with GEMA. The internationally respected polymer paint coat... <laughs> the internationally respected polymers paint color... <laughs> I was right. The internationally respected PPCJ has been providing news, in-depth features,